Good evening all, allflavoursradio.com, land all flavours land, how is everyone doing out there, wishing you all well, on what is the date today Lily? 24th, 24th of, of November. November, wow wow wow, we're feeling a little bit under the weather here today aren't we, we're both feeling a little bit rough, yeah very rough and in a lot of pain, oh hush hush hush, <laughs> we'll, we'll get through this okay, we'll be fine, we'll be all right it'll be all right so got lots in store for you tonight and wow what a heated show i'm Wimbo 77 and i'm actually lily oh so how's your week been how's your day been um it's been okay yeah, yeah nothing too exciting just struggling alone but it's been all right i hear you and we get days like that mm-hmm. we get up and down days right yeah so we just got to roll it's just a bit like surfing a wave yeah. You wait for that wave to come. Some things are really smooth. And then the wave comes. Just got to get over that wave. You've got to ride that wave yeah. just to get through. And that's what life is all about. But seeing the positive in riding that wave because a lot of people get enjoyment out of riding it, right? Yeah, this is true. There you go. There you go. So how are you all doing out there? How was your start end? I must say a really fantastic day of music over the start end Saturday and Sunday from the All Flavours DJs, All Flavours crew. I'll be giving you a shout very soon. And last night as well, DJ Mark Philogene, DJ Slim, and also Mr Fix-It on on a Monday night doing some really great things. Like we say, you always get a variety from All Flavours. That's why All Flavours means they're flavoursome. All right, so what we're kicking off with tonight, I know that you've been really (laughs) itching. To speak about this because when we saw it it was something quite um, disturbing I thought I don't know if I'm itching to speak about it oh did you hear that deep breath <laughs> yeah very deep breath so should we speak about the Sainsbury's advert should we just get it out of the way should we just get out of the way let's speak about the Sainsbury's advert now i don't know if you guys have seen it i was able to catch it i think on youtube i was able to see it Mm -hmm. and to me i loved it right Mm -hmm. nice black family i'm sure you're going to explain a bit more but it was the backlash it's a bit like the britain's got talent situation oh no this is this is a lot bigger i think than the britain's got talent okay it's what you're feeling backlash so for some um backgrounds to what we're discussing there has been a holiday adverts a series of holiday adverts done by Sainsbury's there's three parts Mm -hmm. and the first part happened to um feature a very beautiful black family yeah and wow some of the comments I know I know they were shocking and it was a black family meaning that there was a father present yeah everyone the mum the children the dad there was a couple of family other family members there that Mm -hmm. they didn't really um that you didn't know who they were there was cousins or whatever yeah around the nice table having dinner Mm. um slightly a bit i thought there was a few innuendos in there but it was a nice representation of a black family yeah the comments. Now, I'm going to have to read a couple of these because <laughs> just so people understand where I'm coming from. So, we had comments like, um, This doesn't represent me. I don't see myself in this at all. I can't relate. 
possibly the worst Christmas ad I've ever seen, World on Sainsbury's. I've, I'll shop at Tesco's, carry on being woke and watch the share price drop. Mm. This was, the, I had two favourites. The first one was, let me see if I can find it. Christmas in Nigeria. Yep. That was the first one. And the second one was just wondering whether in their portrayal of a typical black family, the male adult is actually the father of the children. Quite often, this isn't the case. Mm, some really seriously degrading. Sick. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, that one, you, you, uh, you might as well rename yourself Blackberries. Oh, come on. Right? So you don't see much of us on the television. And so it's really nice. And given the fact that this is just one advert in a series of three adverts, mm -hmm. the other two adverts do highlight white families. Mm -hmm. But obviously with all maybe the whole BAME thing and this Black Lives Matter thing, they felt... Because Tesco did one as well. I was just going to say that. I found it very interesting mm. that they mentioned the dad in the advert. Yeah. They're saying it's not typical because the two um, Tesco's adverts that come to mind was the first one was a an, a grandma, a nanny, mm. um, who's relatively young. She might be in her 50s and she picked up her son, uh, grandson from school. He wasn't feeling well and she made him soup. Black grandma, black grandson. The second one was of a foster mother, so mm. an older um, black lady who was making um, jerk chicken for the family for her foster children again representing a black person yeah did not hear any backlash for those adverts and this is this is what brought it home to me as to why certain people got so offended by this advert this one um comment where they talk about the portrayal of a typical black family in the Sainsbury's advert the little girl actually says daddy yeah and then she says oh I don't know how mum puts up with you and then he calls his wife honey or his partner honey so they're seemingly a happy family yeah yeah and I feel like that is what infuriated those that watch this advert so much mm. is the fact that it was a happy black family solid everyone present yes black family and no it's not a isn't the case this isn't quite often because most of the people i grew up with were from two-parent households mm. so what's your thoughts on the ad i don't know if you've seen it everyone i'm not sure if you've had a chance to read any of the comments that were given by the the public on the advert and are you happy to actually see yourself in an advert, because it's very rare. Mm. The test, there was another Tesco's one, and it's the model that was in it. It was, again, meant to be a black couple. Yeah. But obviously, because of all of the Sainsbury's hoo-ha, yeah. they actually removed the black couple out. Stop it. No, they removed the black couple out of the advert. It was the model that went on and spoke about it. Now, because they were scared people were going to stop stop shopping there maybe who knows who knows but what the and what one of the comments was that there's only four percent four percent population people, yeah. is that very true can anyone tell me is there only four percent of a black population 
in this country because I'm sure it's more we're going to go and look at some other things that that really are affecting our community and mm. I mean this was just an uh, what 30 second ad on the TV do you know what the thing is though I don't actually because someone made a comment in one in one of their complaints about it being oh yeah you're trying to make the BAME community happy I mm. don't think it was anything to do with them making us happy I honestly think as a community we don't really shop in Sainsbury's I don't know a lot of people um, from our community that shop in Sainsbury's <clears throat> so I was I think quite a few do actually yeah because yeah, I almost thought like that they was thinking do you know what let's make this more relatable to them so that they do come and do their holiday shopping at mm. Sainsbury's and they don't go to Tesco's and they don't go to Aldi and all those other places so I thought it was more of a marketing thing which makes more sense to me I don't feel like they thought oh no black people are not represented on television Mm. let's get them to spend their money and let's get you know get them on our screens no because they've made a series of three so they're 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 trying to reach their whole demographic because I know that Sainsbury's that they have quite a large employment um, black Mm -hmm. employment um, people employed with them Mm -hmm. so it's, it's just an advert with black people in it. Well, uh, should I say it like that? Am, am I being really flippant to say it's it just not, to no, me? To me. Not be, that's because when we watch it, mm. we see we don't see oh the dads in the advert like that didn't even register mm. until we read the comments afterwards. Yeah. So that doesn't register to us. And then when I think one of the things why people also got so offended is the fact that it was the first of the three. And when they made their statements about I don't see me being represented, actually the next two are predominantly um, British families. Yeah. If we want to be that flippant about it, they are white British families. Mm. Um, maybe Sainsbury's could have done it in a different order. I don't know. I don't see why it would have made a difference because they'll still see a united black family. Yeah, but obviously they are embracing... That because they do have lots of black employees, because they have lots of customers, they're mm-hmm. embracing diversity and inclusion because diversity and inclusion, it has come into play in a lot of policy. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to meet policy, yet it's also shown up that there's a whole set of racism that's not been tackled in this country. Mm-hmm. It's really highlighted how people feel when it comes to racism. Mm. All right. Now, I don't like to, to speak too much on racism, but we just have to accept it. It's just and acknowledge it. It's what is in the air at the moment. Mm. It's like we talk about current events. This, this is current, isn't it? It's something that's happened within the last week or so. Mm. So we have to, you know, it might not be everyone's cup of tea speaking about these things, but yeah. actually we are tackling something that at this moment this is something that's quite predominantly out there. The fact that they've now, like you're saying, Tesco's have completely changed an advert because Mm. of how certain people have responded. It is something that needs to be spoken about. Yeah, and we need to speak up more because I think what it is as well, that it says until this year, there was a huge lack of diversity. Mm -hmm. And we know that um, a while ago we spoke about the Small Axe, yeah. the Stephen Queen movie that was going to be aired. Yeah. Again, that's had a lot of backlash from our community. Okay. Right? Because it was, again, not a, a, a real representation of us. I mean, that black family in Sainsbury's, I think that was quite a real representation. Yeah. 
Because I saw our family on television. Right. You know, when you you look back to how things were when you was growing up and how we are, even currently, when we have dinners and things like that, we have... We're all together. Everybody together. (laughs) Mum, dad, grandma, granddad, you know. I don't know. I don't know. So what are your thoughts out there? What are your thoughts on the Sainsbury's advert I don't know if you've seen it Joy McKay says that 4% counted so does that mean again what we this is something we spoke about before when we go in to sign forms or whatever do we put down our ethnicity because they do ask us that and it's not necessarily for fishing but to be counted Mm. are we all being counted last week was it we spoke about the ethnic and diversity oh the um, um, form to fill in yeah the form education in that. so ha- have we gone on and done that mm. have we gone on and stated it was the um, consultation of ethnic disparities and inequality in the uk mm. so have we gone in and filled in that form because until we do we're going to keep seeing these things happening all right this whole I mean, it, it shows us we've still got a very, very long road to travel. I think because we live in London, mm. in a quite diverse, we can call it a diverse area, we are seeing ourselves, we walk out of our front door and we see ourselves. Mm. But when, for example, I've gone to like view houses and stuff, and you go to certain areas where it may not be they may not it's like spot the black person in those areas maybe that's why this is kind of come up because mm. people in those areas feel like they're not being represented on television because mm. of one advert i understand that and i guess there's more of a multicultural demographic in the cities as, mm. as opposed to out of the cities because we do you remember we went to where yeah and to the garden center mm. there were no black people there Even yeah the woman at the checkout she was a bit funny wasn't yeah. she or have you got your mask on and like whatnot mm. and you know so we we because we've always done that traveled out regardless yeah. you know you get funny looks we went to Pueli. remember Pueli wet wells mm. it's like people just stare at you so maybe that could be part of the issue maybe it's it's just that they don't see us where they are as you've said yeah they're not in there they're not around Asian people, black people, Nepalese mm. people, Filipino people, they're not around that demographic every day. They don't go to work and see those people every day. Mm. Yeah. Even if they're working in hospitals and, you know, dentists and GP practices and places like that, where you may think there might be a bit more traffic with a more diverse population, yeah. they may literally live in that area where there is no, no very few and far between. Right, so let's know your thoughts out there. How do you feel about the the Sainsbury's advert? Um, how, have you seen it? And have you seen the comments that were made regarding the Sainsbury's adverts? And do we do need to see more of each other on the, the TV? Yes, Lily. So I have a comment... Um on whatsapp because someone can't get into the chat room and mm. from kimmy she said um she wants to add that it seems that they obviously can relate more to kevin the carrot okay. from the aldi advert than black people and that is actually very true because no one complains about seeing a carrot a carrot representing them at christmas mm. but there is a very very big I've not seen that advert, Carrot. We don't watch TV. The only reason we saw this advert is because it came up in... um, Someone had brought our attention to it. And I did actually see... I didn't see this one on television. I saw the 
I think it's the second part or the third part um, last night when I was watching TV actually mm. um, but generally I wouldn't have come across this and Kevin the Carrot is from last year as well he was on Aldi's advert from last year um, but I think it also shows the kind of people that are shopping I think there is a a type of person yeah. in my opinion that is very ignorant and small-minded that makes these kind of comments yeah. and maybe I'm trying to kind of find some leeway make not make an excuse but understand why people make these pathetic statements it is ignorance but yeah because I, I do think it's a type of person I don't think it's like I don't know. I really don't know. It's the, it's the Christmas in Nigeria sentence that got me. Yeah. Like, so we're all Nigerian. Every black person they've ever met is Nigerian. I mean, and the one that says I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It doesn't snow in this country, so those obviously pertaining to something else. Yeah. So your thoughts? Joy says that most of the times it's black people shopping in Sainsbury's. So they are trying inclusion. <coughs> mm. That's a great thing. She says, however, diversity in the outer suburbs, black people are scarce and the racist mostly mostly reside there, as you said, Lily. Mm. So totally agree with you, Joy, that, yeah, the further you go out is the less of us you see. You'll yeah. see us in the city, but the more that we go out into the suburbs, you will see or meet the a lot of maybe racist people we can't mm. speak for everybody but the comments that we saw on whatsapp are atrocious yeah they're really atrocious and this stuff has to stop we do have a very long way to go and i mean this whole year has been kind of centered around that do you not say and i think that's why it's it's more in your face because of mm. the way the situation has started from we can look back to last year kind of november december time when the whole situation with corona and and covid-19 started mm. and then it kind of became uh it wasn't so much a race thing it was more of a this disease has come from someone who's not like me yeah namely it came from china and then when it became oh no all the people in the front line are dying and it so happened that most of the people on the front line were black mm. that's when it became a black thing. A black thing. Yeah. And then they made this whole, we need to make sure we can protect our BAME, make sure that they're looked after, make sure they're this, make sure they're that. That then, like, if you're thinking of uh, thinking about it from the other person, putting yourself in the other person's shoes, they're gone from being, it's all about me, to now I've got to give attention to you, mm. when in my heart of hearts, I actually don't like you yeah. and I'm nice to you because we work together but now everything's about you and I don't really like that but and then the, 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 the switch just flipped yeah in work I think it's it's apparent it's there but they're just very good at hiding it they're just very good at just you know when they close and they start calling names I've been on gigs mm. and people have called me names because mm. sometimes you go to these areas and again it's predominantly white or if there is a black person there he's like the the butt of everyone's jokes yeah you know so we do we do have a long way to go when it comes to racism how are we going to tackle that how are we going to tackle it it's something that's not 
it's been here since day dot, I guess. Mm. And we're still having to put up with this nonsense. Honestly, though, someone, I think it was you that said it, or someone said it, if we are the 4%, mm. why are you so threatened yes. by seeing the 4% on television? Yeah. Because you see 97% of yourself on on television and you are clearly the ones that are sitting down watching it mm. from morning till noon if that's what you're doing during lockdown fair enough but why are you so threatened by someone that doesn't look like you well it could be as well because when you look at it um lewis hamilton he won the he's yeah. won the title is the, the best one since whenever mm. um the the, the william sisters smashing it mm. we just smash everything mm. so they, they've seen enough of us we, we've, we've entertained them enough mm. so that we don't want to see you as a happy family <laughs> having a meal singing the gravy boat song i really feel like that is also subliminal though like i tried i really 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 tried not to think about the gravy but the gravy and the boat like that is that is a that's like slightly racist as well the black family you give us the boat like really yeah, yeah so it, it it's still they try not to oh, but just it's just so present it's just so there in your in your face in your face kind of thing you know and we're just happy to be there because we we've all had to break molds mm. there are a lot of black folk through the centuries down through time that had to break molds to, mm. to, to be even sat here having this conversation mm right but yet we still have a long way to go i you know i'm gonna be brutally honest mm. i have been happily ignorant on the race issue for quite a long time i work with people that don't like me mm. because i'm black and i don't care and mm. i've not really paid much attention to the whole black and white thing Brexit was the first time I think it kind of hit a nerve because that's when I started getting treated differently with people I actually worked with. Mm. But I have been happily ignorant. I've not been focused on this whole black and white issue. I'm happy with being around my family, my friends who are similarly, similarly minded to me. Like, I'm happy just ticking the box, Black Caribbean, and getting on with it. Do you know mm. what I mean? I've not been... I'm not that that innovator that oh let's make a change or whatever but being the last six months to a year and seeing certain behaviors and attitudes mm. it is very difficult now as much as you don't want to get involved in the race issue as much as you don't want to be that person that says white person black person mm. asian person chinese person unfortunately it's being shoved down your throat even to the point where now at work i had to tick a box to say that i was present for a certain activity i said out loud at work i'm insulted mm. because why do i have to why am i a box tick yeah do you understand and it's not that it's it's never not that it's never affected me because yeah people have said racist things to me but i i honestly i don't care mm. because i don't I know how I feel about what I look like and who I am. What you say don't mean nothing. You're not going to change what I look like. You're not, we are who we are, aren't we? I'm not Michael Jackson. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not going to change mm. who I am. Yeah, yeah. But of the situation that we're in right now, I know people are saying, oh, you shouldn't say this and you can't say this and whatever. What are we this is how it is. It is. And it's been like that for, like I said, since day dot. 
you know, but as Joyce says there, sign a petition that people will bring change. They've been, we've been going since the civil rights movement. We've been going from before the civil rights movement, since slavery, since before slavery, and so on and so forth. But change will come. We're going to tackle some other issues very um, in the next parts of this show. So do stick around and let's know your thoughts. Give us a shout on 07895 134713. That's 07895 134713. The best radio station in the world. In the world. Allplaywithradio.com is right here, right now. Music.com and enjoy this collection of rich, warm, contemporary soul and RB cuts that you will enjoy in the days and years to come. Under my skin, tune in to All Flavors Radio Saturdays 8 to 10 with DJ Nigel and the Shorty S Show, one of these Lewis' favorite hangouts. All Flavors Radio is now looking for radio presenters. Email us at info at allflavorsradio.com. Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party, 12 to 2, and the Vibe Show, Tuesdays 8 till 10 on All Flavors Radio. 24-7, playing your favorite artists. Hi, this is Everton Blender, and it's all about the old flavors radio. Six and I am on Bushman, and guess what? You got it locked to our flavors. I say, come take a little winding up. Ayo, hey, it's a girl, Colin XP, the Booyah Queen, straight out of Dominica. Bigging up all flavors radio. Keep it locked. All flavors radio. The sweet sounds, sweet, sweet sounds of Terry Walker. What will I do? And also the first track that we played was by Lala Hathaway from way back in the day. Great album, that one as well. So here we were speaking about the Sainsbury's advert, right, Lily? Yeah. And how the family, the family are all complete. They're happy. They're together. Even Joy McKay made the point about getting together at, at Christmas. And I don't necessarily celebrate Christmas. There's a lot of people that don't, but we still use it as a time to get together. Yeah as families um yes lily no i just wanted to um read this lovely comment yes. from sonia in germany and she says we don't have the advert here in germany so i've not seen it fully mm-hmm. but i don't identify with skin colors or looks but with the inside of humans or the of or their spirit if i was into christmas in this case so i don't think at all it should matter to anyone what skin color anyone has who cares about percentages? It should be about the message. It's so fr- frustrating that racism still exists. We're all humans. And I just think that's such a beautiful comment because mm. it goes back to um, when I was saying that I've been happily ignorant. Because one of the reasons is I do have friends from all different walks of life, yeah. from different um, ethnicities, different skin types, whatever. And I find it really annoying weird 
I'm frustrating. <laughs> Sorry. When I have to justify how and why I'm someone's friend. Yeah. Because, like Sonia said, why does it matter what they look like? Mm. And it's quite funny. Do you remember the Ruby Bridges? No. She was a young girl, and she was one of the, she was the one that went to school when they didn't want a black child yeah. to go to school. Yeah, and what she said because I saw an interview with her recently, and what she said was that even the children. Mm. So she never saw the the children until one day there was someone they wanted to play with her, mm-hmm. and then there was one other little boy, and he said, "My mummy said, yeah." I'm not allowed to play with you. So she never held it against him because mm. it's things that we can instill into our youngsters. Yeah. Right? So that's that's one thing. That's why I'm not really... I really do agree with Sonia's comment there mm. that we are all human beings. Mm. We are all human beings. The sad thing is that some just feel that they're more privileged mm. than others and that's where the problem... This is where the whole breakdown comes mm. because we all, we all have the same bodily functions. Mm. We all need the same things. We all need air. We all need water to survive. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But it's just the sad thing is that some people feel that they're more privileged. And that's the trouble. And that moves us into the next topic. And that is the breakdown of the black family. Yes. I think that black families are a lot stronger these days. Mm-hmm. But again, we still have a lot, lot or a long way to go when it comes to that. I think... It's one of those, um, I don't know, like obviously back in the day, that even when we talk about the breakdown of the black family, you can look at um, places like the projects and mm. and certain estates and that where you would be entitled to certain things if you never had your man with you. Yeah. You yeah. can get certain benefits if you're a single parent, if you're a single mum, you could get entitlement to, you know, different kind of things. And... One thing that I have always felt is that, no, you don't always have two parents there, but it really does make a difference when there are two parents there. Mm, And then when you look at the difference between how some um, people function, so people who haven't been brought up in two-parent households as opposed to single-parent households, they're not necessarily, you know so destitute that they can't survive Mm. but you do need that you need both parents you do yeah i don't understand why they have actively tried to destroy the black family again that was another experiment that was done in the states you know with the projects that's what we were project they were a project Mm -hmm. and we can see how far removed that they are, they can buy houses, mm. you know, real estate. But now there are ones that are breaking through mm-hmm. that we, we spoke of one the other day. I can't remember his name. Was it Ludacris or someone? One of the... T.I. T.I., yeah. the rapper that's that's building up commu- within the community mm-hmm. to make it a better place for the black family to be. Mm. But what, what is quite interesting is the no men allowed. The no men allowed. Because once you don't have a, a, a man, say, for mm. instance, it, that you get everything to a degree, right? That's, yeah. if you're, that's if you're a single mother. But it doesn't mean that the father shouldn't be present. Mm. But the government have worked out a way that they're totally excluded. Do you know, it's funny because when I've 
until I had my child, mm. then I realised how much the government, to a certain point, do not support families mm. in general. Not just talking about the black family, talking about families in general. Yeah. A two-parent household can sometimes be worse off than if you've got two parents living in separate households. Yeah. For simple things, like, for example, childcare. I work a job. Yeah. And I have to pay for my child to go to nursery. Fine. Someone else... Not working. Who's not working. Yeah. Who may or may not be a single parent, is getting benefits, mm -hmm. gets that payment subsidised. Yeah. But they're not working. Yeah. And I'm working. And I... Both me and my husband are working and we need that person. We need to put them into... No, no provision for families. Mm. And I think that is where this system is warped. Yeah. It is, it is, it just doesn't make any sense to me where, not that we're saying, you know, no, yeah, I am saying, where is the support of the family? Mm. It's going right back to that, <laughs> the advert again, when the, or the, what the woman said. Is that far? Is that the real father of the children? Yeah. So th already, it's in the the mind that yeah. well, that's not the real father. Yeah. You know. So what can anyone out there answer? What what has happened? I mean, I think black families are a lot stronger mm. now than they ever were because yeah. we're realizing that yeah, we got to work together and to raise our children. Mm. You know, but there, there still is that divide with you know lots of maybe single parents out there that aren't working okay we're gonna take this call hello hello hey good evening good evening how are you good ladies doing this evening yes we're good how are you i'm not too bad i'm not bad again another great show Thank um you. yeah it's, it's it's a pleasure to listen to to, to the conversation this evening mm. um it's some positive some negative but yeah. I'm just I'm just quickly calling up just to highlight about the black family. I think I think it's already been highlighted some of the issues um, that uh, we're facing. Although yeah. it has improved, but w when you look at when you talk about projects in this country, we're talking about estates. Um, we're not just talking about um, access to uh, funds and employment benefits, but when you look at the the whole structure. Um, it's it's the living conditions. Then you then you look at access to healthcare mm -hmm. and and education around those areas. Mm. It's no wonder that it's difficult for s not all but some black families to rise above the situations that they're facing. Mm -hmm. um, just trying to make ends meet, and then trying to uh, control the environment that your kids are going into. That you're having to go into it's, it's a pressure cauldron mm. and some people can't handle it and as you can and as we well know unfortunately this country has never been for me personally family orientated so when you throw that in as well yeah it's very difficult for black families not just black families as we know we're not just we're just not just making this a black thing yeah um, I, I like to highlight that as well it's not as i said not just a black thing but there's a lot of pressures yeah, uh, of black families at the moment, and, and it's it's very very difficult mm. because it's affecting all aspects of a family's life: education, um, welfare, um, 
access, as I said, to health care and well-being. It's it's the mental health. So there's a, there's a lot for black families to contend with. Mm. As you've highlighted it, it is improving, yeah. but there's still, there's still, way to go. still a lot of pressure. Still a lot yeah. of pressure on us still. Yeah. Um, and that's what I wanted to highlight, actually. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure. Thank, thank you for allowing me to call in. Oh. And... Um, Enjoy the rest of the show. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to enjoy the rest of the show. Who do you will? Thank okay. you. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. I want to hone in on something that um, that was just said about education, and I think this for me is is somewhere that's close to my heart because obviously I'm I'm I work in education. Mm. When you look at, um, we're talking about the disadvantaged areas and the disadvantaged families tend to have more of a multicultural um, demographic. Yeah. And when it comes to funding of schools, that is one thing that I think, I know a lot of, a lot of our community don't agree with the education system, they don't agree with the curriculum, they don't agree with those kind of things. But we within our community now are starting to develop, you know, we've got entrepreneurs, we've got businessmen, we've got um, people who are, you know, getting, we're getting that wealthy status. And one thing that our community doesn't do that the other communities may is they may contribute to the funding of the schools. Yeah, because now I think it's per student. If you depending if it's an academy, yeah, or a state-run school, yeah, finances are very very different. Yeah, right? yeah. So the funding that goes into education at the moment is not a priority in my opinion yeah. of the government. But when you look at some of the academies and the grammar schools, mm. um, or some of the grammar schools, sorry, or maybe private schools, that demographic of people that are putting those children into that school are also most of the time not all of the time but most of the time contributing to the funds that are given yeah. to the school so those schools are able to give uh, you know that extracurricular more resources. activity the more resources yeah. and that kind yeah. of thing for the students yeah so when we're looking at within our own community and the demographic that we're living in and the fact that we do have a more um mixed of cultures within our schools yeah knowing now that we are becoming more um we are getting that wealthy wealth status and we do have entrepreneurs and business people what are we doing to then help the funds of those deprived schools yeah we can contribute and some we can contribute in a financial way Mm. but also through the skills that we have so even if we go in and do a workshop work online with the schools to help them see that they can build things such as have a um i think we wanted to do a workshop with yeah well we won't speak too much of it but <laughs> we've got an idea you know and working with young people in mm. order for them to benefit mm. from the skills and the you know the sets that we have in order to help them to elevate mm. out of that state and and also delivery it at either no cost mm. or at a very what's, what do they call it um Oh, minimal cost. Minimal cost, yeah. Right, to, so that they, too, can learn these things. Because mm. you know. I, I don't think so much the issue now is the the breaking up of the family. Mm. Because like you're saying, a lot of the families now are, are united. We do have mum, dad and children, you yeah. know. They are um, 
a, a bit more solid. Maybe the whole concept was back before when it was single parent families or um, I'm going to go back to that Christmas in Nigeria. A lot of um, Caribbean and African families, maybe the mum came here yeah. and dad stayed home and back in their in their home country and whoever was here worked to send money back home. Yeah. So maybe that's where that you know concept comes where there's not two parents in the household because it's not always that oh you're just a single parent no sometimes it was because someone's here to work um but now we are uh we have got that more solid foundation yeah. it's about building on that foundation what are we putting in place to then support our upcoming young men and and, and young women yeah. to because you I would not to say stop them from being young parents and whatnot because some for some people that works but when they do have families of their own how do we support that family staying solid what are we instilling in them now so that when they get to that stage yeah they don't need to rely on but the it's government the ch- it's the youngsters seeing it it's the children it's the parents setting the example and back in the day you know, back in the day day, mm. before maybe even Windrush or that families stay together when you go to Africa, mm. the family unit is quite solid mm-hmm. and families stay together. They don't divorce, they don't break up. But the the, the mindset these days is mm. if it's broken, don't fix it yeah. and just move on. Yeah. And then there's a child in the middle mm. getting pushed from pillar to post or maybe they don't see the dad, the dad's being given a hard time by the mum and so he doesn't bother you know Mm. whatever situation they might find themselves in so and then that's what causes a discrepancy Mm. within the family it is but cycles can always be broken always yeah because for example if we speak of our own experiences we may come from households Mm. where we don't have both of our parents we didn't grow up with both of our parents not speaking from personal example but we may not have grown up with both of our parents but somehow you've managed to break the cycle yeah and it's not because of the example that your parents showed because mm. they're not together but that may be an example of you know what i i was witness to someone else's successful marriage yeah. someone else's successful relationship and how their family was raised their family looked like the family that i want to have yes so you work towards that so you work towards that so Mm. it can't always be the example of the parents because sometimes they don't have that example there yeah but then thinking from someone in my position if i'm someone who's in a in i've got a family unit Mm. and i'm thinking of someone looking onto my situation how can i support that young person yeah to then see actually you may not have seen this growing up but if this is what you want this is what it looks like yeah so what are your thoughts out there beautiful people how do you feel do you feel that the black family is stronger than ever before or is it still quite fragmented and needs some you know help has it been destroyed to the point of um, not being able to be built up again All right, so if you just let us know, call us it, call us on 07-895-134-713. That's 07-895-134-713. And it's so truly, isn't it, that families are the building blocks of society. Mm-hmm. So how are we contributing? You made that point, didn't you? Mm. You know, how are we com- contributing to, you know, having stronger family relations mm. that's with mum dad children grandchildren yeah. you know because it is important i think you know like we have quite a lot of um we get together quite a lot of, as a family and mm. like my ex my 
additional family who are friends who have become family we're always together so my children are growing up seeing that you know they are around that kind of environment quite often obviously now lockdown has happened yeah but when we wasn't in lockdown <laughs> we were always together yeah. do you know what i mean so that's the kind of upbringing that they will have similar to the upbringing that we had um but i do think it goes beyond that i do think that now we are be are being put in positions where we can you know support the education system and like you said do workshops and contribute to certain things i do think that we need to think more about the bigger picture yeah yeah and we can't always rely on a system that's been broken for us for a long mm. time it's about building up new systems putting in and i think that that is happening i think there's a a new party political mm. party so a black political party mm. maybe we'll talk about that another time but they're trying to implement certain things that can benefit us mm. as a community but then going in on what's on you said about us all being human yeah. and maybe us all working together because i know a lot of inner city schools they do have a multicultural mm. you know base yeah well not all the children are english mm. turkish somalian from all walks of life and they're working really well together right mm. and i think that's one thing that we can take from this it's not about I think being with people of different cultures is a beautiful thing. I think being around people of different cultures, it you learn about different food, you learn mm. about different um, music. Like I, I work with a smiling lady and I learned things from her of one day of working with her that I did not have a clue about before. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful. I think you should learn about what other people's cultures are like. Because not only does it open your your eyes to something that's different than what you've grown up with, it lessens your ignorance. Yeah. We've got to learn. Don't remain in the ignorance. We've just got to learn from each other. Mm. And not, you know, like you said, breaking cycles. Mm. Breaking cycles. So take the time out. You know, and sometimes we got to break down our own barriers mm. because we put those barriers up as well. Yeah. So instead of us thinking, oh, you know, no, we embrace it. Mm. We get to know you, you actually might find that you like it. Yeah. You know, so not to be stuck in that ignorance, but just just learn from these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are your thoughts out there? Give us a shout. Oh seven eight nine five one three four seven one three. Radio station in the world. In the world. Ourbrainsradio.com is right here, right now. Flavors Radio, Saturdays 8 to 10 with DJ Nigey on the Shortiest Show, 
one of these Lewis' favorite hangouts. All Flavors Radio is now looking for radio presenters. Email us at info at allflavorsradio.com. Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party, 12 to 2, and the Vibe Show, Tuesdays, 8 till 10, on All Flavors Radio. Live, 24-7, playing your favorite artists. Hi, this is Everton Blender, and it's all about the All Flavors Radio. Sit in Ayaman Bushman, and guess what? You got a lock to our flavors. Bump and scario. I say come take a little winding up. Ayo, hey, it's a girl calling XP, the Booyah Queen, straight out of Dominica. Bigging up All Flavors Radio. Keep it locked. All Flavors Radio. Sorrows shadows of your face up there. I can see all of those happy days. All the time you say, Oh, well, dreams. Oh, I can't dream. Need me to go away.
Hi, this is Melbourne Moore. When I'm in London, I listen to All Flavors Radio. Shouting out the chat room, Chrissy, DJ Laro, who's on from 8 to 10, Gay Oakley, Joy McKay, Mark Fulgene from Brennan, and Mark will be on from 10 to 12 tonight. Also shouting out Tracy Love. And Sonia Stranghemboff. Not forgetting George Flavors, George Flavors, Sarah, and Malaysia. How are you guys doing? Charlie Muir, you can catch Charlie Muir tomorrow. I think it's from 7 till 9. And also, we have a new well-being show from our in-house counsellor Darnell. Also shouting out DJ Nigel, how are you DJ Nigel? You can catch DJ Nigel on a Sunday from 8 till 10. And also Kenny, how are you doing Ken? Not forgetting guest 600 from London, guest 727, guest 931 from Blind Grand Book and guest 956. Shouting out to Carlo and all you silent listeners out there. Come on, come and join us in the chat room. This is a bit of funk here. Shouting out Kennedy, how are you doing, Kennedy? And all the guys on WhatsApp, how are you doing? Olivia and Dwayne, great to have you all on board. Oh, yeah, everybody, everybody, we're all in this together, right? Would you say, Lily? Yes, are we all in this together? Yes, yes. And we're shouting out everyone on Facebook as well that's joined us. And it's great to have your company here on All Flavours Radio on the 24th of November. 24th of November, Lily. I know. It's almost the end of the year. It's almost the end of the year. Hmm. You know, how many weeks till um, Christmas? Well, to 24th today, it must be four weeks. Oh, wow. Look at that, guys. Yeah. Look at that. So, you know, this year's almost finished, and we will never have another one like it. It just came and it went like, I can't even say, a haze. I, that's the only way that I can say it was like a haze. Yeah. 
because Come it was on. almost like Groundhog Day, you know, yeah. Groundhog Day. But we're not That's talking really about that. Film. See, it's a very good film. Yeah. But it, it it was a bad experience. Could you imagine going through that same thing every single day until you got it right? But that's the thing. He learned something from it in the end. So yes. He needed to keep on replaying it till he got it right. Okay, so have we learned? What have we learned from this whole situation? We're not going to say the C word tonight. <laughs> because you know what? It's like we're always talking about it. And there's so much more going on in this world. Yeah. Right? I think at the moment they've got crises in Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. That's going on. Like, there's loads of refugees fleeing to Sudan in Ethiopia. That's going on. And also, what's going to be happening in December in this country, again, I know we've highlighted a lot about uh, our race. We've noted a lot about black folk. But this is quite serious, what's going to be happening in December. Mm -hmm. And that is that they will be deporting... They don't know the number yet. Jamaicans don't know the number yet. Um, some of the Windrush nation or mm-hmm. Windrush people back to Jamaica in December. Wow. Yes. Yes, that's what's going to be happening. And I don't know if anyone's aware of it. I saw a petition going around, was it um, this week, and thought that I would kind of look into it. And Jamaica have said that in a matter of weeks... Migrants from the UK, even as lobbyists attempt to put a halt to the plans, upwards of 20 persons are being readied by the Home Office to be deported. I don't know if you was aware of that. It says the Gleaner has learnt of the plans and, you know, the plans are already facing backlash with a number of the UK-based action groups preparing to protest the planned mass deportation. So, mass deportation to Jamaica. They said that it's the source of, uh, within the Ministry of, of National Security confirmed on Wednesday that the fight is to take place in the first half of December, mm. but was unable to state how many persons will be deported. Yeah, yeah. But Imagine several- that, being sent back somewhere that you've not been in the last 50 years. Yeah, I know. It's happened to quite a lot. That happened to a lot of people within the Windrush um, there, there is, however, a new UK policy. We'll look at that in a moment. But there's a website, it's a government website, and it highlights um, how to go about getting stay in this country. Mm. But that might just be a ruse for them to just line people up and send them back. And it's really another funny thing, it? And it's not funny, but I am in the process of trying to get my Jamaican passport and, you know... You're good to say that out loud. They might come for you and deport you back. I've got a British passport. They can't do that. Begum, let go of Begum, that they took it away. They can do what they want. Yeah, but she's not British. She is British, but she ran off to Syria or somewhere, didn't she? Yeah, because she she's a... Never mind. Yeah, so they can... She is a British citizen, but they revoked her, her citizenship. Mm-hmm. And now she's trying to take them to court to get it back. Yeah, but there was a reason why they revoked her citizenship. But if they can... They, that's the message that they're sending out to people, Lily. That's the message that they're sending to people. I don't know. That no, even if you were born in this country, we... we look at the, the, the Windrush folk that came here. People, you know, and they're sending them back. Yeah. They're sending them back. 
so and you know people have lost their homes this is such a shame because the the, the whole concept of them being here mm. was because they were invited well i used the word invited very very loosely yeah. but they were told come work here you know we'll give you a house we'll support mm. you you come and work with us we'll make the situation great for you they come built up the economy yeah and now 50 years later they're saying no we don't want you here no more bye Mm. well it's just like using someone isn't it they've they've utilized the purpose and it's a bit like slavery isn't it that's why there's so many displaced black folk in in america because they never wanted them as citizens Mm. they were there to work for free Mm. you know and likewise here the same things happened and it's only because of the crises that happened this year Mm. why a lot of the nurses stayed yeah, a lot of them went come out of retirement and came to work back in the the NHS. Mm. So we've, I've put a link in the the chat box, guys, in the chat room that you can access the 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 form. Um, Jeremy McKay says to sign it. All right, and Joy, if you could give us a little bit more insight into that, because. I guess people are running quite scared that if they sign it, they might get sent back. They, I don't know what the whole situation is. But it says that the new um, UK immigration policy is from January 2021. Free movement will end and the UK will in- introduce a points-based immigration system. And that's with people, EU and non-EU citizens. Okay, so anyone who wants to, if you want to hire someone to work from outside of the UK... Uh, that's excluding uh, Irish citizens. It's quite funny how... Why is Ireland not a part of the because UK? That's interesting. Northern Ireland is is part of the UK. The, the rest of Ireland isn't. Wow. So the rest of Ireland is part of the European Union. Well, if you want to come and work in this country or if you want to hire someone from there, you need to make or need to apply for pr- permission in advance. I find this quite interesting because... Um, Especially when it talks about uh, how they treat people within the European Union. Mm. Given that most, not most, as a large population of um, European Union workers that have come to support the NHS. Yeah. And, you know, ones that are from this country are not going to university. Yeah. There's a large amount that aren't going to university to be nurses, um you know, or go into healthcare. And the backbone of healthcare at the moment is basically non-British citizens. Well, again, this is where we're going to see when they, when everyone does get sent back or when people are gone, mm. then they're going to see, oh, what have we done? And going to probably have to put in place other things. But as... <laughs> This is what I don't understand. If if laymen like yourself and myself and mm. many others can look five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years in the future and say, do you know what? You closed your borders to people. You told them to get out, go back to their country and basically now have nobody left to support the systems that you supposedly put in place for your own people. Yeah. We can see that. Why can they not see it? It's blinded. It's because everyone's doing... But the ones that are making the decisions aren't at grassroots levels. They're but just I'm, making I'm the decisions. I'm not even talking about the ones that are grassroots. I'm talking about the ones that voted to say, 
no, no, we don't want to be part of this system anymore. Mm. Is it because they just are completely unaware of the fact that, you know, like the ones that sit here and that, oh, they come and take our jobs, but then are you going to be the road sweeper? Are yeah. you going to be the, the housekeeping for the, the, the hospitals? I no. A lot of them were whatever wing, because I really don't follow politics in that way, the blue ones, mm. the conservative, right? And so a lot of them had maybe, like we said, moved out from the, the cities, they've bought their homes, they've, they're on their retirement plan or whatever. Mm. So they're not directly affected by it. But the, the, their offspring, if they have it, or the generations after, are going to be affected by it. But they, a lot of them want these blue-collar jobs. And who's going to do the rest of the work? The backlash will come from that. I just don't you understand know. how we can sit here and see that this is just... A disaster waiting to happen, well, but yet those who are making these decisions about immigration and sending Jamaicans back to Jamaica and you know things like that—it just doesn't make any sense to mm, me. Yeah, it's because they're not, they're not in it. Sometimes, if you're not in a situation, you're never going to see how people are suffering in that situation, mm. and that's what the the problem is. It says it, there's another point. It says where do most of the immigrants come from um that come to the uk and it says a majority of, the, of these are outside europe mm-hmm. and often from countries with historical links so places like jamaica <laughs> or from the commonwealth the commonwealth does it even exist anymore right in but but commonwealth was like india jamaica australia mm-hmm. and nigeria well nigeria is there again lily um you know so this is where a lot of them come mm. From. So it says, if you've overstayed in the UK and left voluntarily at the expense of the Secretary of the State, which means if you've been deported, basically, yeah, and that you'll face a ban for five years. And if you were removed, sorry, no, if you were um, volunteer, if you left voluntary at the expense of the Secretary of State, then you'll get a ban for, for five years, so you won't be able to come back to the UK for five years. But if you were deported you'll face a ban and not be able to come back for 10 years. So that means you've deported they, that they can come back, right? But Yeah, but that's, that, that's what they say. They say mm. you can come back after five years, but are they really going to let you back in the country? Given the fact that this is your background, yeah. you so-called, you know, supposedly overstayed in the UK, when you get to borders and they say, oh, what, is, what are you here for? Mm. No, I don't believe that you're going to go back after 14 days. They can put you back on the plane. I think America will do that, but, you know, the UK so lax. No, nah, I, I watch Border Control. They yeah. will send you back. Oh, will they? Mm. Okay. So there's just some information there and regarding that deportation. And um, there, there are lobbyists out there trying to prevent it because this could be people that have lived here with their whole lives. Mm. I don't know the full background information on these individuals, but, you know, this is happening again, December, mm. right? So, so much, we're, we're so consumed with this whole corona business, oh, I said the C word, <laughs> so consumed with it that there's so much other things that are going on Yeah. that we, we, we may be kind of missing. I do remember that there was one person um, reading about one gentleman who... I can't remember whether he was born here. Yeah. And he couldn't find his paperwork. Um, and that's something I just wanted to raise. Is do they 
like for me myself i know where my passport is i know where my birth certificate is i know where certain important pieces of information that relate to my citizenship mm. where they are yeah is this a time for people to start going and making sure they, they they've got all their papers handy yeah you know it's quite scary because the the Jamaican let me see where they are that the home the home office mm-hmm. or the gleaner they said they tried to get hold of the British High Commission mm-hmm. for comment but they were unsuccessful that's quite interesting isn't it no it's not surprising you know why it's are they not, not commenting on this and allowing people to to know what is going on because they don't want to make a statement that could be used against them mm. in the future yeah especially yeah. why Joyce says I find this quite disturbing as this is not a safe time for us Jamaicans as we have been targeted I was almost caught in it wow, wow. I work with many that that was deported I pray people wake up and realize this need all hands on deck okay yeah there is a petition out for this actually I'm going to try and find the link for the petition and if we can remember we spoke uh, before about signing petitions mm-hmm. and I know that you know sometimes you think oh is this real is it not but if they get a, a hundred thousand signatures you know on a petition then then parliament will look it. at it that will then at least look at it mm-hmm. and see if something can be done about it all right so but it is urgent action that's needed because guys it's the 24th of november next week uh tuesday is it the second 29th yeah tuesday is the second right or is it the first the third is on thursday right Mm. so this needs some urgent urgent assistance i will put um everything a link into the again the chat so come into come into the chat room join us and you can get hold of all of this information because you might know somebody you know that could benefit from this or just just sign the petition so that we can get those numbers down we can get all those numbers back down and hopefully get a hundred thousand signatures on that so the government will actually have a look at it yeah and i think now is the time to kind of learn what your rights are and things like that because there's a lot Mm. of things that are being um put in front of us being put in place that you may or we may feel that oh i'm being forced to do this i haven't got a choice Mm. when actually you do have a choice you do have a voice um but making sure that you are legislation law literate yeah we have to start reading guys this is another thing they say if you want to hide something from a black person just put it in a book that's terrible right let's let's not let's change that let's change that whole thought like no let's let's be readers readers are leaders Mm -hmm. okay so let's let's change this thinking because they're always like negative on these these kind of things so go in and even read if it's a snippet of legislation give share it amongst 10, ten people and come mm-hmm. together and discuss it mm-hmm. because then you know there's there's support in numbers mm-hmm. okay so even just going along and signing that petition and going along and signing that form that we put into did we put that into the chat Lily the one for the ethnic disparities no all right I'll put that one into the the chat as well okay so there's a lot going on beautiful people there's a lot going on Mm. so sometimes things are smoke screens 
in order to cover our eyes so we're not open to the real things What's that are going on right underneath our nose because we're so consumed with what they're trying to tell us. Mm. And law and legislation and all policy is being passed and it's passing us by and it is actually affecting us mm. on a really big scale. All right? So just think about that and we'll see you in five. The People's Station. Shouting out everyone in the chat room. A bit of a Desmond Decker there and Dennis Brown, I think, sang the first one. So, we're just shouting out Chrissy and DJ Laro, who's on from 8 to 10 tonight, Gary Oakley, Joy McKay, Mark Philogene, who's on from 10 till 12, Mr. Fix It, and Kimmy B. Thank you for joining us all, and everyone around the world, everyone on WhatsApp, and everyone on Facebook and other platforms tune in and so forth. So, Lily, we've been quite heavy tonight, don't you think? Yeah, we have. <coughs> heavy on the conversation. Full on. But sometimes things just have to be spoken about, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise it passes us by. And, you know, just alerting others to the fact of, I guess, what's going on outside as well. Yeah. But there's something really nice that I thought would finish up the show with, and that is that British Vogue X BMX UK mm-hmm. or BMW should I say UK <laughs> that they have a scholarship program Lovely. that's on. So I'm gonna I'm going to put that link as well in the chat in the chat box. And ta- again, you can share this stuff with youngsters who you feel maybe are looking for something because obviously coming out of this whole situation that we're in at the minute. A lot of us are going to be looking for work. A lot of us are going to be looking for various other things. Mm-hmm. So this British Vogue and BMW, uh, they've partnered up to launch their first Vogue forward slash BMW UK scholarship programme. And it's a four-month paid placement beginning in 2021. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's British Vogue and BMW's um, central office in London and Farnborough. That's where the placements will take place. Yeah? What's your thoughts, Lily? I think that's amazing. I think um, in a, we spoke about this before with one of the other um, internships that was paid. Mm. Um, and I hope they spread the word. It was November the 13th. That was the cutoff date for that, wasn't it? But I think these things are so important to share because um, we was talking about the family earlier and how we invest in in our younger ones to secure their future Mm. and these are the things that can um help put them on the right path i mean getting paid for this kind of experience is yeah it's really really good it's really really good and the nice thing is that it's paid for four months Mm. and it's in london and farnborough uh, working with brands such as BMW, Mini, Rolls-Royce, BMW, but I'm not too sure if it's like an engineering because it wasn't quite straight. But I guess if you go on and um, find out a bit more, the apl- application closes on the 11th of December. So I have posted it into the chat room. Um, so if, you, if you're not in listening, everyone that is in the chat room, please just grab the link and share that with other people if you, you might know youngsters that might be interested mm. in this scholarship. So and there's, there's quite a lot of placements. It says there will be three placements each four months mm. in the duration across 2021. So four months. 
three, three twelve. twelve. Yeah, it's quite placements. a few placements that they've they're offering, um, and that's free placements each four months. So yeah, um, and that's for residents that are aged eighteen plus. Mm. Their start date is to be con- confirmed, but it is across. Um, it is in twenty twenty one. So just be prepared for that. Once you've applied, I'm sure they'll give you more details. Yeah. On it. All right, so it says uh, you've got to have an entry-level prorated salary, 8.5 days holiday plus UK bank holidays, mm. which is nice. So it's that's that's quite nice, mm-hmm. you know, and you'll be working with some of the top um, automobile companies, that's motorcycles excellent. as well. So premium financial and mobility services, BMW Group. And even if it's just for the experience, you mm. know, like... Um, I've come across quite a few youngsters recently that say they don't really know what they want to do when they finish school. Yeah. Um, and at 18, you're kind of in that interim, should I go to uni or you're applying for uni or looking for a job? So this would be something that maybe someone who's a bit on the fence about what they should do next. Yeah. Um, this would be good to support them. It's a great opportunity. Lots of nice little opportunities, I think, out there. It's just a matter, again, of doing our research and looking mm-hmm. to find what's out there for people yeah. and our young people at that because they are the future yes right and I, I i do know that in this time a lot of people have possibly lost out on work and various other things mm-hmm. but things will things will get better yeah things will get right mm-hmm. you know and it's just a matter of having that faith that they will having that thoughtful and having that strong strong conviction that things will get better. Lily, you have something to say? Yes, and it's funny that you speak about faith. So we've um, said that we're going to come away from the 48 um, laws laws of power and we were going to look into um, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Now, obviously the book is Think and Grow Rich in the terms of monetary kind of wealth, but you can apply this in any kind of rich, be rich spiritually, be rich... Um, mentally be rich within yourself you know just your whole um, being and the portion that I chose was the second step which is actually faith awesome Awesome. Um, and it says here faith is the head chemist of the mind when faith is blended with the vibration of thought the subconscious mind instantly picks up the vibration translates it into its spiritual equivalent and transmits it to infinite infinite intelligence as in the case of prayer yeah and i just wanted to read this little passage because i thought this poem was quite good and it it kind of brings together everything that we were saying when we were talking about change and um that we as a human race should see each other as humans but just how we think can impact a situation so it says if you think you are beaten you are if you think you dare not you don't if you like to win but you think you can't it is almost certain you won't if you think you'll lose you're lost for out of the out of the world we find success begins with a fellow's will it's all in the state of mind if you think you are outclassed you are You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win a prize. Life's battle, life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man, but soon, soon or late, the man who wins 
is the man who thinks mm. he can. Yes. So it, there was just one word that kept coming through there for me. Think. Think. It's, and that's the word that's in italics. Right. It's thought. It's our thoughts. Our thoughts govern mm. our outcomes. So mm. what we think is what we feel. Yeah. All right. What we think is what we bring forth. Mm. All right. So, yeah. Faith that things are going to change for the better. We spoke earlier regarding that Sainsbury's advert mm -hmm. and the covert racism and things that we see. Think that these things will change. Joy, Joy McKay earlier said that, didn't she? Mm -hmm. That let's, let's work for change, all right? Let's work for change. Yeah. But we've seen that Joy says Tyler Perry is a great example, not just of family, but role models mm -hmm. are missing. That was obviously to the section about uh, families. Yeah. And um, is the black family being destroyed, basically? And we know that we can work towards building, think on building <laughs> greater families, and we will have that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lily? Manifestation is key. Yes. Whatever you feed into your mind, whatever you're thinking in your mind, if you are um, going to manifest it, if you're going to say it out loud, then make it something positive. Yes. If we think it's going to change, it will. Absolutely, and write it down. Write yeah. everything down. You quite be. It's, you know, I was going for my journal because I do journaling. So I've started December, mm. almost near the end of the year, and some of the things I've written down, I'm like, oh my goodness, mm. it's happened. It's done. Yeah. You know. So journaling is an amazing thing, guys. Just write down your thoughts. Write down your gratitudes. Write down what you appreciate and what we're thankful for. Because when we are writing down what we're thankful for. We're not worrying about what we're not thankful for. Exactly. All right, so think on those things. So we do have a little section here of live and not necessarily unsigned artists. And, we, well, it's like 20 to 8. The time is just always goes so fast in here, you know, and it's amazing and great to have you got your company and wonderful and i'm just going to shout out all of the djs that have done an amazing job on the station thank you so much george flavors for giving us this opportunity giving us this platform in order to encourage upbuild and really just speak to our you know our community about these things so just shout out george flavors love to sound malaysia and also dj laro and Maureen, DJ Lero's on tonight from 10, oh, sorry, from 8 till 10. He's on, on after me, along with DJ Nige. I'm sorry, not DJ Nige. What am I? I'm, I'm fuffling. I'm, I'm fumbling. <laughs> sorry, Mark Philogene, who's on from 10 till 12. Also shouting out DJ Slim. Great show last night. DJ Slim's on on a Monday and a Friday night. And DJ Nige, who is on on a Sunday... Um, and a Saturday night. Shout out to Charlie Muir, who will be on tomorrow. And uh, along with Darnell, Darnell is on, on Wednesday this week from 9 to 11. He's a new uh, therapist that will be coming in and talking about well-being. Highlighting also the original Mr. Fix-It. Great show last night. And you can find get or catch Mr. Fix-It on a Monday, a Friday and also a Sunday, along with Ninja Man Lloyd, who's on a Thursday and Sunday, and John J.E. John J.E. plays on a Sunday, but you can catch him throughout the week playing some amazing, amazing music. So guys, big up to you all. 
And thank you, George, again. Once again, we are looking for DJs. So if you feel that you can come on board, present and DJ, come on, go to the allflavors.com website and sign up. Okay, guys, so this track here is from DiCarlo and it's called My Mama Don't Play. DiCarlo says thank you. Mama say thank you. This is specially dedicated to my mama on Mama's Day. I love you in every way. Boy, where you been? This guy tell you, you must come in straight from school. And don't play around with the people out there. Because there's bad people out there. And you'll get yourself hurt. What do I tell you all the time? Post this to Paro. Post your ass, damn it. Go find yourself up in your room. And go do some studying. Right now. You hear me? Disrespectful and give her the okay for me to get my ass bust. My mama was too dangerous. Oh, oh, oh. my mama don't play. No, yeah. My mama don't play. Really hard, so much pressure made. Mama prayed to the Lord. Clothes on her backs, food on the table. All by herself, Mama was able. Now, some of you mums struggle with one. Don't know how to cook, take away for some. You teach them how to swear, we'll teach them not to care. They won't have no respect. What do you expect? Mama don't play. Now my mama didn't play the kind of games that people play. When she tell me to do something, I will do it right away because I know I will get that bus. I'll stick Come and bring what no man wants. 
No one wants hurt No one wants pain To laugh in the sun And live through the shame You wanna gallivant and lose all your thoughts tonight You wanna gallivant and lose all your thoughts tonight when your smoke is out, who's gonna light your fire? The cold sometimes is lessons learned inside. I wanna dance like fire. 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 Leave it to me, leave it to me. Track here done by Ile Weeks, produced by Black Lotus. And that first track was done by DiCarlo. All available on iTunes. Shouting out Chrissy, DJ Laro, DJ Nige, Gary Oakley, Joy McKay, thank you so much for your interactions and company tonight. Mark Philogene, the original Mr. Fix It. Pele, nice to have you on board. And Kimmy B and everyone around the world on TuneIn, on WhatsApp, Doreen and Cal. And yes, thank you so much for your company tonight. So that's from our live and unsigned section. I think I'm going to do one day where I will just play lots of live and unsigned. There's some really great artists coming into the studio. And we'll be having a lot more interactions with these guys on the cusp of the new year. So 2021, lots of, lots of good things to look forward to. So overall for tonight, I think when it comes to that Sainsbury's advert, Lily, I think that Sonia summed it up really well mm-hmm. about us being human. Yeah. And obviously some people are going to just remain in their ignorance. You mm-hmm. have to leave them there. But we got to move on and know that we're more than just a colour, as it were, right? And um, there's always going to be someone out there who doesn't like something about us. If it wasn't our colour, it might be something else. You know, no, seriously. It's true. There's always going to be something that someone doesn't like about us. There's always going to be something that they envy about us that's why they make a statement as to um, 
why they might may treat us a certain way is because they're actually envious of what they see. Yes. Yeah. So, so sometimes we have to think of it that way. Maybe yeah. it's just that they're a bit upset that they don't just don't have all the glory. Have the fabulousness. <laughs> yes. So remember, we are just all human, mm. and that is it in a nutshell. But also how there are some great opportunities out there for our youngsters so guys if you can please share those links in the chat room in the chat boxes in the um, chat room as well as signing that petition as regards to the deportees okay that are going to be deported back to Jamaica and that is on the early side of December so we've got a small another small window the same as the window of that careers opportunity mm -hmm. is the same window that we have for that deportation. So there's lots of forms and lots of information in the chat room. So come on, join us in the chat room, even if it's just to come and get that information. And yeah, we can all play our part. As Joy, as you rightfully said, we can all bring about change. Um, but it's one foot in, in front of the other. Mm -hmm. And we've all have to, yeah, it's a sign that Joy says, please sign the petitions, people that will bring change. Yes. Remember, 100,000 signatures will get it in front of the MPs. What they do with it next, I'm not sure, but we can always have a voice in these situations. All right, so we do hope that you've enjoyed what we played for you tonight. And yes, shout out to all the amazing DJs on allflavorsradio.com. Here, bringing you a variety of music and chat and just a sheer variety for everyone that is out there listening. So thank you. And we will see you next week, right? Next Tuesday. Yeah. On every Tuesday, 6 to 8. Following me is DJ Laro, followed by Mark Philogene. So I guess all we have left to say tonight is, Lily. We'll see, see y'all on, on the other side. side. Now take care. <laughs>